Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Titzaveh. According to the Chinuch, Pashas Titzaveh contains seven mitzvos, four positive, and three restrictions. Interestingly, the Torah devotes in this parsha, in Perek Chaf Ches, in chapter 28, no less than 43 psukim devoted to the begadim, the garments of the kohanim. And this is what I'd like to focus on this morning. Now, if you think about it, every day brings us one day closer to the third Beis HaMikdash. We end every tefillah, sheyabaneh, that we ask Hashem to please rebuild the third base Hamigdash. And therefore, it is with a sense of excitement that we read and study these parashios dealing with the Mishkan, eagerly awaiting and anticipating what will occur. And it's very interesting that the Sefer HaChinuch when he talks about these seven mitzvos in Tetzaveh, he follows his Rebbe, the Rambam. He never saw the Rambam. He lived a few hundred years after. But he follows the Rambam's count as to what is and what is not included in the Minyana mitzvos. And so, therefore, he follows his Rebbe, the Rambam, and lists the donning, the wearing of the special big day kahuna, the garments that were worn by the Kohanim, as a mitzvah. The Ramban, however, disagrees, and he goes with the Balalochos Gedolos, who considers the big day kahuna not an actual mitzvah, but a heksha mitzvah. Heksha mitzvah means a necessary prerequisite and component for the performance of the avodah, the service in the mikdash, but not necessarily it of itself an independent mitzvah. Now, a regular Kohen had to wear four begadim, four garments. He wore a ksones, a shirt, michnosayim, pants, migbaas, a turban, and an avnate, a belt. In addition, the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, wore four additional garments, each of which contained gold. Now, what is most interesting and perplexing to me is that the Avnate, the belt of the Kohen, contained shatnes, namely wool and linen together. And for this reason, interestingly, to the Rambam, as soon as the Kohen completed his avodah, his service in the Mikdash, he had to remove his begadim, the garments, as the permissibility to wear shatnes was only for the actual time of the avodah. And I'd like to suggest a possibility as to why the Kohen had to wear and incorporate shatnes as part of his service 
in the base Hamigdash. The prohibition of Shatnes is found in Devarim in chapter 22, Pasuk 11, whereby the Torah says, Lo silbash Shatnes, Tzemer upishtim yachtov. You shall not wear combined fibers, wool and linen together. Now, this is most certainly a chok. Chok is a law without a reason. Proof in Vayikra, in Pasha's Kedoshim, easy to remember. Chapter 19, Pasuk 19, the Torah introduces the Pasuk by saying, Eschukosai Tishmoru, you shall observe my decrees. And then it goes on to list different chukim. They happen to be related in nature. One, Behemtecha Losar Kilayim, you shall not mate your animal into another species. Sodcha Losizra Kilayim, you shall not plant your field with mixed seed. And the third one, Ubeged Kilayim Shatnez, a mixture, a garment that is a mixture of both fibers, combined fibers, as we know from later on, Tzemer Upishtim, wool and linen, shall not come upon you. So the Torah clearly calls the prohibition of Shatnez a chok, a law without a reason. Now while the Torah does not provide a reason for this law, the Rambam at the end of Hilchos Temura, in chapter 4, Halacha Yud Gimel writes, Afalpi, Shekol Chukei HaTorah, Gezei Roseim, even though the Chukim of our Torah are laws which emanate from God beyond human comprehension, Kemosha Be'arnu Besof Me'ila, as he wrote at the end of the laws of Me'ila, Ra'ui, it is fitting and proper lehizbonein bohem, to literally give much thought and attention to them, v'choma sh'ato yochol litein lotam, and any proper kind of attributing a reason and understanding to them, tein lotam. Please, says the Rambam, give some kind of an explanation. And therefore, with this Rambam in the back of our minds, I'd like to share with you an exciting Medrash Tanchuma found in Bereshis 9.9, which teaches that the source of the prohibition of Shatnes indeed comes from the encounter of Cain and Hevel. The Torah teaches in the beginning of Perik Dalid in Bereshis that Vayihi Achar HaYomim Miketz, excuse me, Vayihi Miketz Yomim, and it was literally, and what do the words mean, Miketz Yomim? Art scroll translates after a period of time. And the Medrash Tanchuma suggests that this period of time 
was 40 years, and that Cain and Hevel were 40 when they each brought an offering to God. Cain brings an offering to Hashem, Mi pri ha'adama, of the fruit of the ground. And the Medrash continues to cite the rabbis who understood that Cain's offering to be that of flax, linen. And the Pesach continues to say, the Hevel, Hevigamhu, Hevel also brought Mibchoros Tsono Umechel Vehen from the firstlings of his flock from the choicest, and clearly on the back of the sheep was the wool. And therefore, the Medrash Tanchuma continues, and I quote his very powerful Lashon. The Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God said, Enodin, it's not proper, Sheyis Orev, Minchas HaChote, in Minchas HaZakai. Cain, we know, kills Hevel due to the jealousy of Hashem accepting his brother's korban and not his own. So Cain, who brought Mipriyo Adama, which is from that which was of poor nature, Mipri is understood from that which is, quote, left over, namely, in this case here, on the low end of the spectrum, in terms of value, he brings pishton, flax, as opposed, and he is the sinner, as opposed to Hevel, who brings the wool, and he is the righteous one, Hashem says it's not proper that the two should commingle. The Fichach says the Tanchuma Ne'esar. Hence, the prohibition of Shatnez. Now, it's interesting to note that every Friday night after Sholem Aleichem, we honor the woman of the household with the singing, the saying of Eishas Chayil. And the fourth line of Eishas Chayil, which comes from the last chapter of Proverbs of Mishlei, it happens to be Pasuk Yud Gimel, quote, Dorsha Tzemer Upishtim. And I ask all the men who are listening, what might that mean when you say that your wife is able to seek out wool and linen? However, with the above Tanchuma, what you are doing tonight is that you are praising her for her ability to differentiate between the wool, which is symbolic of the good, Hevel, and linen, which is symbolic of the bad, Kayin. Her her greater insight and intuition, her sharing this wonderful insight with children, family, and overall tone of the household is what you are praising for tonight. And please, God, many more good years in good health. So, if now we understand a little bit more as to why there is the prohibition of Shatnes to begin with, well, let's ask the obvious question. 
why must the Kohen wear shatnes? And perhaps it's to help us realize the specialty of the Beis Amigdash, which is in a realm above us. Namely, we live, teaches the Maral, in his commentary on Ovo's Terachachayim, in chapter 1, Mishnah Yudbeis, we live in the Alma de Preda, in a world of separation. The Maral gives the example of Cain killing Hevel to mark the beginning of the world representing this Preda, the divisiveness that's in the world. In our world, there's a separation of Jew and non-Jew. Too much emphasis is placed upon the divisions between us. Ashkenaz and Sfard, Chosid, Misnagid, observant and not yet. The Beis HaMikdash is the ultimate Ma'achid. It's the ultimate unifier. Yerushalayim, when David extols it in Tilim 122, Yerushalayim, which is an extension of the Migdash, is described by David HaMelech as Ir, Shechubrala, Yachtov. The built-up Yerushalayim is like a city that is unified together. Moreover, when Yaakov awakens from his majestic dream of the ladder, reaching heavenward, what does he proclaim in Bereshit 28.17? Vizeh Shar HaShamayim. This is the gate of the heavens. The Beis Amigdash connected heaven and earth. And therefore, Shlomo HaMelech, in his Thanksgiving address, at the occasion of the dedication of the first Beis Amigdash, in the first book of Malachim, chapter 8, speaks of Jew and non-Jew, turning to this house, the Beis HaMikdosh, to offer prayers. The Beis HaMikdosh is that opportunity of connecting with Hashem and gleaning a portent of what will be in the future. At that time, the world will be elevated to a higher level of achtus unification. The Kohen, who blesses the people with love, unifies not only the nation of Israel, but the different spheres, including animal and vegetable that exist, including animal slash wool, vegetable slash the flax, the linen that exist. These different realms, even as they appear metaphysically in an oppositional state opposing one another, these two, T-O-O, also these realms he unites. Thus, the Kohen's wearing of shatnes is to reflect the future harmonious existence that will not only elevate man, but nature as well. And therefore, perhaps, as we pray thrice daily for the rebuilding of the Beis HaMikdash, we can each in our own way gradually work on removing the barriers that exist between ourselves. On the verse in Shira Shirim, 
How lovely. Chapter 7, Pasuk 2. How lovely are your footsteps, shod in pilgrim sandals, O daughter of nobles, is understood by the Talmud Chagiga, 3a, to portray the ultimate unity of all Jews ascending to the Beis HaMikdash to celebrate the three pilgrim festivals. There'll not be a Sfarad or Ashkenaz Beis HaMikdash, nor a Hasidish or Litvish, or one for the observant or not yet observant Jews. We shall therefore now attempt to intentionally visit, experience the flavor and teachings of those other religious circles, become familiar at least with the teachings of Rav Nachman of Breslov or the Alter Rebbe and other groups. It's not only Mikol Malam Dayaskalti from all my teachers, I grew wise, but there's much to learn and grow from other Jews. And moreover, the social interaction, respect, and most of all, recognition is an important first step. Instead of the sad, humorous lesson of the Jew stranded on a desert island who builds two shuls, and you'll ask him, why two? And he'll answer, this is the one I daven in, and this one not. Oy, oy, oy. We should feel comfortable in all Batekinesios, preparing us for the elevated time when the Kohen will once again wear the belt of Shatnez, symbolizing the higher world of Achtos, the world of unification and not divisiveness. Shabbat Shalom to all.